Thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl, Rayette. Welcome. First and foremost, as always, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day, allowing me to be a part of your day and allowing me to talk you through whatever you're doing or whatever you're going through. Uh, real quick, I'm getting ready to go here in a second. So if you hear me, you know, making some noise in the background, that is why. But I want to talk to you guys really quick and talk to you guys about a couple of things in no real particular order, but just, you know, want to chat with you. Um, First thing I want to let you know, I'm going to share with you where I went this week. It was so much fun. I actually went and saw someone who's an iconic person. So if, for those of you who follow me on social media, um, you already know, you know, who I'm going to reveal that I've seen this week. Um, at some point, I'm going to uh, show some videos, um, some small little clips of videos and pictures um, on my YouTube channel. So, you know, be on the lookout for that if you are interested in seeing um, some of the pictures from um, where I went. And I will say um, this to give you a hint where I went. It was a concert. <laughs> so just stay tuned for that um, here in a little bit. I'm going to share with you about that. Um, but I also want to jump on here to say we all know that there's nothing too much that's new under the sun. Like if someone says something nine times out of 10, you've heard it before. Or if you didn't, if you didn't hear it the exact way that someone said you get the you get the uh, meaning behind it you get what I'm saying and so when I talk about things I'm not talking and trying to educate anyone as if they've never heard anything before because there are so many things that I've heard in my life and I'm 47 years old that when people say something to me I will respond like I've never heard that and I'm and and some things I haven't I mean there's a certain things you're not gonna hear and certain things are going to be new to you, but it's not going to be new to someone who's already heard um, those similar things or analogies or affirmations and all that good stuff. But what I wanted to talk to you guys real quick was when you take the rose colored glasses off and see the rose colored glasses is just a metaphor for when you start looking at people and situations and things for how they are versus how you want to see them. See, sometimes we get caught up on you know, putting people on pedestals and holding them at a higher standard. And they didn't even know we did that. They don't, they don't even hold themselves to that standard. So when they find out you're mad because they didn't behave a certain way, you know, they're just a shock. Like, Oh, you shouldn't have thought that. I mean, there's no way I could have, you know, because I'm not that great or I don't see myself as being that person or whatever. And you get let down because you know, they're not behaving how you think they should behave. Now, here's the caveat to that. If you feel let down by someone, it's not because they haven't been the person you thought they were going to be. They've always been that person. You were the one who had a different expectation on them. And that's what I want to talk about. That's why I want to talk about when you take those rose colored glasses off. Because, see, when you take those rose colored glasses off, you then see. It was you who was looking at them that way. I've been guilty of this. We all have. I mean, we're not going to pretend like we haven't. Even if it's something as simple as getting into a relationship with your boo. When you first meet him, I'm a woman, so I'm speaking from my um, standpoint. Um, so when you meet him, he's great. He's wonderful. He's the next best thing since sliced bread. You don't see any of those things in him that maybe somebody else would see or think because it's all about you. It's all about what you want to see. But then when you start looking at that human as a flawed human, because time goes on, you know, you get comfortable and you start taking your blinders off, rose colored glasses, whatever, however you want to look at it. 
you start looking at it like, oh, okay, so yeah, I don't like how he chews. Oh, yeah, he does smack. Oh, yeah, he does snore. Whereas before you thought, oh, the way he eat is so cute. Oh, he sleeps like a unicorn. Oh, he um, says all the right things until he don't say the right thing. Until you start hearing him smack. Until you start hearing him snore. Everything is a problem. But it wasn't when you were in that phase of everything was great and wonderful. And whose fault is it when we put that kind of um, expectation on people to be everything we want them to be? Who, whose fault is it? Ours. And so that's what I'm saying. When we take those rose-colored glasses off, there's some responsibility and accountability that we have to take because it's not their fault that we held them to this standard that they wasn't going to fulfill because one, that's not who they are. Two, they didn't tell you that's what they were going to do. Again, it's your fault. It's my fault when we do that. But the you know responsibility lies on them too because if they show up being one person or being someone that you know you believe them to be because that's how they showed up, but then you start seeing things about them that are like not conducive to what they've been you know telling you and showing you, but then you start seeing that behavior being um, distributed to other people. So at that point you know how they are. You maybe because you haven't experienced it, that's not to take it off the table that you're off the table. That's, that's, don't take it off the table that, you know, it can't be you. And again, nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But I said all that to say, when you take the rose colored glasses off and you start looking at people for how they're showing up in situations and so on and so forth, that's the time for you to look, take inventory of yourself. Because sometimes we put so much value on other people. We don't value ourselves. We don't hold ourselves to a certain standard. We don't um, operate in our greatness because we're too busy looking at everybody else, making them responsible for being great, making sure they're not upsetting us. And then the whole time that we're using that energy focusing on them, we could be using that energy focusing on ourselves. We could be using that energy building ourselves up. And so when you take those rose colored glasses off, don't take them off and be mad at the person because they didn't live up to who and how you thought they should. Look at yourself. Ask yourself, why did you put so much emphasis on how they were supposed to act or treat you? How did you treat you in that situation? How much energy did you put into yourself when you were worried about what they were doing or wasn't doing? What responsibility did you have to yourself in this situation? Or if you feel like you don't, you know, need to look at that, that's a problem because everything starts with you. Anything you think about someone starts with you. Like, why did I look at them like this? What was the reason for that? And that's not to nail you to the cross because they weren't being who and how you thought they should be. It just takes some of that pressure off of you feeling some type of way when they're not being who they were supposed to be. And even if it's your friend, you know, even if it's a close friend, you still got to take a step back because they're not perfect and they're not going to get it right all the time. They're not going to be everything for you either. So it's important to focus on you. Use some of that time and energy that you want everybody else to be great and wonderful. Use that time on yourself to be great and wonderful. And then if they if they're great and they're good friends and they're you know, it's a good place to be great, but you're not allowing yourself to be caught up in every little thing they do or don't do to where you're missing um, your blessings and you're not allowed to, you're not, you're not allowing yourself to operate in certain things that you need to operate in to get better 
for yourself, your family, et cetera. Um, and I say all of that to say this. My last couple of years have been an eye-opening experience in general. I've taken the um, rose-colored glasses off of a lot of things and a lot of people and start focusing um, on myself, you know what I mean? And start asking myself, what kind of uh, responsibility um, do I hold in certain things? What's my reasoning for um, this, that, and the third? And so once I start doing that, I allow myself to, you know, get a firm smack on the hand for myself. You know, I think at some point in time, we have to allow ourselves to be uh, awakened to our own mess, you know? So a couple of weeks before 2022 um, came in and I did do a podcast on this and I talked about how I was going to allow myself to accept all God's blessings for me. I'm, you know, opening myself up to, you know, learning different things, being educated on certain things, all of that. I decided that I was going to make that my um, thing for 2022 and beyond, because sometimes you can get caught up being so happy for everyone else, cheering them on, helping them achieve their goals, helping them achieve um, their dreams and aspirations. And I used this terminology a long time ago, where you sit on the sidelines cheering everybody else on and, you know, helping them achieve their goals and dreams. And you sitting there wanting to do the same things, but you don't feel like you have that in you because, you know, you're looking at what someone else has. You're looking at what you don't have. You're looking at what you have and you're looking at what someone else doesn't have. And you're letting that be the thing to count you out from doing what it is you need to do. And that's unfair to you. That's unfair to you. That's unfair to the people around you because they don't know that you're investing in them and neglecting yourself. You know, they're asking you to do something because they're thinking you really want to do it and you do. But at the same time, you're not putting that kind of energy and that kind of love into yourself. And you will see the ramifications of doing that. And then you'll start feeling resentful. And definitely it shouldn't be at the other person. It should be at yourself because you should make yourself a priority when it comes to stuff like that. Because guess what? They're making themselves a priority. You know, they're going to get help for wherever they can get it from. But if you don't help them and you're not there, trust and believe they're still going to go on and do them with or without you and catch you on the flip side. So when I made that um, declaration, when I claimed that I was going to do that day one of 2022, I start seeing God's blessings. And and it wasn't so much a physical thing that I was able to see. It was a, a it, it was all emotional, okay. And so right then and there, I knew I I was I claimed it, I and I was ready to receive it. Because sometimes we can want blessings from God, and we'll ask for those blessings. But you know, let's be honest. Sometimes we're not always ready for the blessings God has for us. We think we are, and then we get it, and we don't know what to do with it. But I wanted to be ready. I even told him I wanted to be able to be comfortable with accepting my blessings, be able to do what I need to do to hold on to my blessings. And sometimes, you know, like I said, we, we think we're ready for things, but then, you know, we're really not because we don't know what to do because we've never had um, something so great or so wonderful. So we, we don't really know what to do with it, but I prayed about knowing what to do with it. I prayed about being okay with it, being comfortable in it so that when he does give it to me, I'm not acting like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I'm not used to this type of uh, greatness. So I'm going to ruin it because I don't know what to do with it. No, I made up in my mind, whatever blessing God was giving me, I'm asking him to equip and and allow me to um, handle it and, and sustain it. And so with me saying that, 
along with all the other things that was happening um, for me, um, I was asked to uh, fast forwarding. I was asked to go see Elton John. Now, I love Elton John, always have. But Elton John just always seemed like that person you wouldn't really, you wouldn't really go out of your way to find tickets because you just felt like you wouldn't be able to get them. Um, he was somebody that was not untouchable like God or anything like that. You just thought that, you know, that's just somebody you probably wouldn't see for a couple reasons. You might not have had the money to get the tickets or you might not have been able to travel to go where he's at to go see him. He just seemed like one of those artists that, you know, you wouldn't see. You just took pleasure in um, listening to him on the radio or seeing him on TV. Well, I was asked to go see him and I'm going to tell you, Again, I never would have thought to go see Elton John because, again, for the reasons I stated um, a few seconds ago. But I watched his movie, and I was—it just made so much sense. You know what I mean? I never knew El—I never knew Elton John's life. I never knew um, how of an amazing singer he was. Um, now I know that's going to sound like an oxymoron because I did say I love him, but you hear some of his songs, you like, oh, I love it, but. I didn't know how great of a singer he was until I heard him live. I have really never heard anybody that sound sing live and sound better live than they do on their music. And their music even sounds good. You know what I mean? So I went there. I saw him. I had a nice time with the person I went with. His company was great. Um, I got to see a lot of different things that I probably wouldn't have seen had I not went to Elvis Um Elvis. I keep saying Elvis. Elton John's concert. Um, it was amazing. It truly was amazing. And the things that I'm saying that I haven't seen are more like personal, like emotional things. And uh, and I'm not dragging this. I'm not trying to be um, melodramatic because it was Elton John. But the emotion I'm talking about is this is his last tour. He's on his Yellow Brick, Road, Yellow Brick Road tour, last tour he's doing. And I got to experience his last tour. I got to experience his energy, the love. I mean, people were dressed up in his, you know, costumes and the glasses and all of that. And I got to experience that. And I didn't think I was, was ever going to. What didn't even come across my mind to think that I was going to go see um, Elton John. It never was a thought, you know. Because again, it wasn't something that I really just thought um, would happen, you know. And as much as I love Beyonce, she came to Columbus, um, she and Jay-Z, and I wanted to go to that concert or whatever. But again, if I go see Beyonce concert, I want to have some money to have some decent seats and the whole experience of it. I mean, I don't want to just go sit in nosebleed seats just to say I went to the concert and then I don't see her or anything like that. No, I'm not that type of a fan, you know, I want to be able to get some real live seats somewhere uh, to where I can enjoy the show. So again, I went and saw him. It was so nice. It was so amazing. You know what I mean? And it was packed, sold out. And again, how could it not be? It's Elton John, if I can get his name right. But anyway, that's where I went this week. And that's what I want to share with you guys. And I share that with you because when I said I was accepting all of God's blessings, I was, you know, here for him, you know, and I wanted to make sure that I did not miss a beat 
of him giving me what he wants me to have. And that's one of them. Because again, I had no idea I was going to um, go see Elton John. Never, it never even occurred to me. It never even came across my radar to think that I was, you know. And so that's, I said all that to say, when you start taking that time and focusing on you and really start believing and calling things to you to happen, God will honor that, you know. And sometimes we think, Certain things are far-fetched and, you know, they're not going to happen for us and they will. But the only thing that stops us and comes in between that is us, our thoughts, our um, energy we put into ourselves versus what we put into someone else. And when you do that, when you focus more on someone else, you will miss the boat. You you will miss what's for you because you don't have time to see if it's for you or not because you're too busy worried about what the next person doing when you need to be worried about what you're doing or what you're not going to do and see why you're doing that, you're going to miss it. And you'll be able to, you know, you can't be mad at anybody because the only person you can be mad at is yourself because no one else got in the way of you doing that, but you. So that's what, like I said, no particular order um, of what I was talking about and where I was going with it. I just, I just think we get the point. I think you get what I'm trying to express to you. When you take those rose-colored glasses off and stop focusing so much on everybody else and what they're doing, you will have so much time to focus on you and what you're doing. And you won't have enough uh, time to figure out um, what someone else is doing. You won't be offended um, what someone else is doing because you're not investing that much of time in them to be offended or get you know thrown off. Life happens. People are going to upset us. People are going to piss us off. All that stuff is going to happen. But when you don't allow yourself to be consumed with that and take everything someone does personal, you'll be better for it. Now, we all learn that through trial and error. I can tell you this now because I've been there. And so sometimes we um, really don't know what we're doing and how we how we can get through that until we hear it from someone else and someone else um, sheds light on what we're doing or what we shouldn't do and how we should do it. Um, now, if somebody's offending you or doing something to you that's not right. I mean, don't cower down from them and, you know, not bring it to their attention, but don't position yourself to always be in a position where you're taking everything personally. You're taking offense to everything someone's saying or doing because most of the time it really doesn't have anything to do with you. Most of the time it's truly just that person and that's it. You just have to decide if you want to be the type of person that, um, keeps that type of company and keep that type of energy around you. And if you do, that's fine. Just know how to handle it and not take it personal. But in saying all of that, I'm glad you guys, you know, hung out with me for a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and finish and head out and finish my day and going, you know, to the store and picking up a few things. But I want to talk to you guys while I got ready and put my makeup on to encourage you to, again, Take those rose-colored glasses off, and when you take them off and you start seeing things and people for how they are, don't let it distract you from doing you. Let it be your motivation and a tool for you to start paying more attention to you and put that energy that you're putting into everybody else, put it into yourself because you're worth it. And on the next episode, you already know we're talking about it.